This is Mackenzie Milton. This is Steve Levy from ESPN, and you're listening to One Night Stand. One Night Stand. Sem condição saque ter passeio. Just one night stand. This is one night stand. Presented by First Watch, the official breakfast and lunch sponsor of One Night Stand. What up, Night Nation? It's week 13, the final week of the regular season. And our Knights need a win versus Houston on Saturday to become bowl eligible. On today's show, we recap the heartbreaking one-point loss to Texas Tech. Talk a little bit about my trip to the game. Go through the game. uh, Preview our noon matchup against our space rival Houston. Also, um, we're going to discuss some of the Kingdom NIL, the topic of the week that our fan base is losing their minds over. It's always one per week. Um, go over some bowl game scenarios, and as always, money moves, picks, moves, mailbag, and speaking of, I'm here with money moo UCF look to become bowl eligible in their last regular season away game versus Texas Tech in Lubbock, and R.J. Harvey started off the scoring as usual with a four-yard blast into the end zone for the first watch, first score. Congratulations to Ben, Alicia, and at night plight. You both guessed exactly four yards and have both won a $25 gift card to First Watch. DM me for details. The Knights played tough but left too many points on the field, and our second one-point loss of the season puts us at 5-6 and six on the year. Texas Tech 24, Knights 23. Second one-point loss both due to uh, not getting a conversion or whatever. Oh, wait, no. No, Oklahoma was two, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Two, two Baylor lo- was the other one. Yeah, two losses where we had we scored the winning touchdown or tying touchdown and then didn't convert. But um, all right, if it really feels like we beat ourselves here, um, that was a super winnable game. We came out and the offense looked pretty much unstoppable. First drive, seventy-five yards down the field. We only even had to convert one third down on that, and we had four total first downs on that drive. Um, then we stopped Texas Tech on fourth down, actually on their next two possessions at the eight yard line and at the 30, which I mean, I was kind of hoping they'd score. Well, not really, but like I wouldn't have been mad because, you know, we, we had the first quarter over, uh, 13.5, you know, so I wouldn't have been mad, but then we get the ball with about five minutes left in the quarter, drive it down and kind of get hung up at the 28 yard line. Line up for the field goal. 53 seconds left in the quarter. So I'm like, all right, like, I'm not getting the over, clearly. Like, no matter what happens. Um, I had 1300 bucks on it, too. Um, and then the fake and Boomer scores, um, which is crazy because I was at practice on Wednesday. They ran the exact same play, and it went like a mile over Boomer's head. And then they didn't even run it again. And this one... The ball was kind of up there too, but he catches it, runs for, you know, what looks like a touchdown. So then I'm going freaking crazy in the stands, but then they're, they're like, oh, he's out on like the three or whatever. Um, the first play they run is a, a, is a three yard run down the one yard line and the clock's rolling. And that second down play, there's 11 seconds left. And I mean, if we run the ball and don't score, 
that's the end of the quarter and I lose. <laughs> but but RJ punched it in and I was losing my mind. Like what a roller coaster. Everyone with us in the stands knew about the bet because I, I couldn't shut up about it um, coming down to the wire. And it was just awesome. Um, definitely a fun moment. But anyway, so there, go ahead. No, it was good. You started off with the trick play. I mean, it's funny how no one really questions the play calling when it actually works, only when it doesn't. Yeah, um, I mean, <laughs> exactly, you know? literally, so, exactly. Uh, but yeah, I, I thought, hey, it was great. They they executed perfectly. Boomer got some a little bit of speed. Yeah, uh, on Boomer, he should have scored. Rumbling, he didn't stumbling, even bumbling. He didn't even have he to go out of bounds. He just like, I mean, obviously, he doesn't like practice. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, like diving toe, for the pylon. And, he like toe, and like toe tapping on, you know, staying in bounds. But yeah. Yeah. Um, nah, he could have like fumbled for a touchback and whatever. Oh, Played it sure. safe. But for sure. great, great play. Um, yeah. yeah. Overall, I thought that we played pretty well in the first half. Uh, the offense looked good. Defense looked pretty decent. I think, you know, Texas Tech going for it. Uh twice back-to-back uh you know back-to-back drives on fourth down huge stops uh was interesting also um but yeah they they i thought they played pretty well in the first half uh besides the last drive of the first half where we left points on the board well well, let me go back off the board so we're up 14 nothing and it feels like all right obviously texas tech was able to move the ball um and they you know they could have probably had two field goals and you know, it wasn't the best, but at least it was like a bend, but don't break. But it's like, all right, you know, we're going to score like every other possession. Probably it felt like, but after those two touchdowns, we go five consecutive possessions without scoring. Um, it was, I think there were two punts. There was the miss 32 yard field goal, which is insane from boomer. Um, we had an interception on a first down, but then like you mentioned before, the worst one was the end of the freaking half. We got first and goal with 11 seconds, no timeouts from the five-yard line, and we run what's essentially a, almost a run play, a shovel pass up the middle. You cannot call any play with 11 seconds left other than a pass to the end zone where it's either incomplete or a touchdown. Like, a, a freaking five-year-old playing Madden knows that. And... I, I don't know, man. Like what? I unfortunately, well, maybe fortunately, I, I had to run to the bathroom and I was like coming back down, and I saw the last play, but I didn't, I didn't realize the the time that was left on the clock, so that was like really confused at first, and then I was like, wait, what did we just do? Like what? Um, what what was your reaction to that? Because I, dude, I've been really like not that critical of the coaching staff, but like. You can't that just like the worst thing I've ever seen. What what did you think? I don't know. I was in my typical pissed off football stance, like standing two feet in front of the TV with my arms folded. <laughs> and I was just <laughs> like, uh, we're gonna get nothing out of this. We're gonna get nothing out of this. And then it's like three, two, and we got nothing. <laughs> That's the yeah. way it went. But yet again, this uh. is the old tried and true i mean you can yeah it, it's a you know, we're so predictable dude with like everything we do it's like we yeah. shouldn't really be surprised that like no 
This is where we are. And I posted on Twitter this Dennis Green, the Dennis Green meme. (laughs) We are who they thought they were. We are who we thought we were. Yeah. We thought we were, you know, kind of so-so. We could beat anybody, but also be beaten by anyone. And um, this season, yeah, just... I mean, that's a five and six record, dude. This season on experience. is so weird, dude. We could be like 10 and two or maybe say nine and three, but we could also easily have been like three and nine. It's it's just, <laughs> it makes no sense. I, I don't know, but yeah, you know, it's been fun, man. I, you know, whatever, but anyway, so a lot of head scratching, shoulder shrugging, uh, yeah, no, definitely. But all right, so <laughs> you know, uh, what's it? Fourteen, fourteen, head into the half. Um, we'll f- kind of fast forward. We're down a touchdown late in the game. Six minutes left. We run that awesome play to Javon. Was that the same kind of like RPO that we ran against Oklahoma? I, I haven't watched the replay. Like where he he does a like a fake handoff, and then it looks like JRP scrambling, and it gets the corner to bite, and yeah, then he throws similar. it. Was that the same play, kind of? That seems to like have worked a bunch. They yeah. did it again. They did it again on a long pass play at the, near the beginning of the game. I don't remember to who, but... Yeah. Um, it, it seems to work, and you know, now that's on tape so much, the corners aren't going to bite, and... They're gonna have their run it. they're gonna have their back turn and he's just gonna be able to run it. So we got something good going there. I like when you have like one good play and then you keep adding little wrinkles to make it different because they're only expecting the things they've seen on tape. Um, we finally found one with that. But so Javon scores that. Um, it was like a seventy-five yard touchdown or whatever. And then, um, you know, he I think he like waves and blows a, a kiss like when he runs through the end zone. It wasn't before like Oklahoma, but. As he got got like out of the end zone towards the stands. No, he did. He did like. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, part. no. He he like waved. He like blew a kiss and like waved or something in the student section. And uh, yeah, I'm just pointing out an observation here that we're 0 and 2 in games where he's done that. And actually, both times he scored the game what was supposed to be tying touchdown at the time, I think. But um, I don't know, man. Maybe maybe this is a boomer take, but I don't know. Maybe don't do that shit. Um, you know, it, that we're five and six, man. And like, I know you're really good, but I, I just think it looks stupid. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I am just an old man now. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, possibly. I mean, I know he was super excited, but there's also, you know, he's having a good year, but act like you've been he here. Could have had a, he could have had a lot better year. Um, there's definitely quite a few drops that Javon's had this year and, Frankly, he has a chance to be a thousand yard receiver, um, which is crazy. On only like forty catches or something like that. Yeah. Um so anyway, it, it just you know, act yeah. like you've been there. Yeah, yeah exactly. Dude, not like you said, man, like he's made some really bad plays and like I had his back when people were some people were like giving him crap after that um I think it was a bad one against Boise or whatever, but it's like you can't do that and then do the taunting and stuff, especially against Oklahoma. That touchdown should have got called back because he did it like way before he was in the end zone. But anyway, um, so game tying touchdown, and then we missed the freaking extra point. And the guy, what he cut, I didn't, I, I didn't get to see like a good replay, but he cut like right up the middle of the line, right? 
Yeah, it was it was tipped for sure. It seemed like it was tipped. Yeah, yeah, he definitely would. The guy the guy came like almost unblocked. It's surprised it wasn't completely blocked. But yeah, it was tipped and uh we missed it. But honestly, dude, if we make that, I think Texas Tech just drives it down and scores because I mean there was five Well they did. Well well it was five minutes they left. They didn't score, but yeah. Right. There was five minutes left on the clock and they could have scored if they wanted to, but they just kind of took their time and, and bled the clock and and that was the game. So Again, not really that pissed off about the extra point because of that. I'm, I'm honestly more pissed about the the end of the second half, man. That that is inexcusable, dude. And the been, first half or end of the first half. You've been second quarter. Um, you've been coaching for what, like thirty freaking years? Like, dude, come on, man. And that's that's one too where if it scores, I'm still pissed off, which is rare. Um, cause it's, that's not outcome based, dude. That, that is a clear black and white, terrible decision. Like if I'm JRP and they call that in, I'm just like changing the play or something like that is so stupid, man. I'm pissed today. <laughs> well, we, I mean, we don't know what the play call was, what, what happened. Obviously it was a miscommunication that should have never happened, but at the end of the day it did. And, uh, I, I maybe, don't know, man. maybe cost us a game. Yeah. You know, between that, here's the thing, too, is like, Boomer, I mean, he's a really good kicker, but that kind of stuff happens, man. Like, I, I don't I don't blame him at all for the misses, um, you know, for anything. But that was, that was points left on the board. And obviously, you know, the rest of the game ends up being different if he, if we end up getting that, that field goal at the end of the first half. But it's three extra points. It, it would have given us a much, much better chance. Um, and I don't know what happened to the offense too. We just, I don't know if they made adjustments or we just stopped. I, I don't know what it was, man. We just kind of, we didn't really do anything on offense after those first two touchdowns. We had that one broken play with Javon, but besides that, like we didn't do anything. So again, not really that mad because we really didn't play that well. And, you know, the defense, I mean, we, you know, if Texas Tech uh, converts that first or fourth down on the eight-yard line, they probably end up scoring a touchdown. The other one was on, like, the 30, but they could have got a field goal. Um, it, we were actually lucky to be in this game is what I'd say. But um, I don't know. You got anything else from this game? Nope. Onward and upward. All right. To medio- To mediocrity. <laughs> Up six and six. Uh, Houston this week. Current line is oh, we got ES, another player has entered the chat. ESPN bet. Um, See, <laughs> so yeah, I, so I get. I give him a year. That that thing will fizzle out. Yeah, it is cool that they'll they'll be talking about it a lot more. Yeah, on, I, I like that. But on ESPN, so line currently UCF minus thirteen and a half. It's pretty nuts. Uh, over under 61 and a half. My projected line for this game is UCF minus 14. So it's right there on the money. Um, so I won't be betting UCF this week. However, uh, they have not posted the quarter lines yet. I got it. It's thir- 13, oh, and have ha- it? 13 and a half. Okay. Well, on Hard Rock Bet, they haven't posted the quarter lines, but I say fire away. Yeah, I um, on the over. I I think even even though I'm I don't trust Houston, 
I think we score easily. We'll, we all, you always get the ball at least twice. Um, you know, if you get it first, it, you, it usually ends up being three times in the first quarter. And I have full confidence that, that we'll score both times. So definitely going to take that. I'll probably just roll the 1300 into it. I mean, cause that's, I, I won, I think like 500 the week before and I just doubled that and it was like 650 or whatever to 1300. So I'll put the whole 1300 on it. It's like the one consistent thing this year. Um, haven't lost it yet. I don't think so definitely going to take that. Um, but what are your thoughts, uh, on Houston? Well, I think they suck. Um, dead last <laughs> in the conference. Uh, they have no rushing game. Their leading rusher only has 400 yards. That's good. Very yeah. good. And uh, very, very good. They do have two. They do have two Big Twelve wins. Um, ba- Baylor. One, one was on the road. Baylor by one point, surprisingly, and they did beat Overtime West Virginia. Too. They did beat West Virginia by two. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not touching this line, man. I, like, we are, we're either gonna blow them out, or it's gonna be close, and that means there's like a fifty-fifty shot that we lose because. Who the hell knows, man? <laughs> this team is just... Although it's at home, which is big, but, I mean, we lost to West Virginia at home, too. Although, you know, if we don't turn the ball over, like, 20 times, then, uh, you know... Yeah, they really have nothing to play for. They're not really our rivals. We never had that big of a rivalry. No. Uh, we could make it one, the but they have, they have to get better. But I've, I've been saying from, you know, as soon as we knew we were going to the Big 12 without USF, I've been saying Cincinnati should be our rival. Because they already kind of are like our our second rival behind USF, but yeah, Cincinnati much bigger rival than yeah. Houston. That would be a fun um, one. Yeah. So anyway, they're four and seven. They got nothing to play for. Dana Holgerson may be playing for his job. I don't know what. But dude, <laughs> that guy sucks too. The most dangerous man in the room is the guy with nothing to lose, though. You know. Yeah, and we, you know, have a lot to lose. <laughs> Us not making this bowl game, like that's the one. Even if it is the Gasparilla Bowl or whatever, like the extra practices, and then you know, just another game to watch, watch our team, like exactly. And you know, we get we'll get fifteen extra practices, which is huge because you get a lot of the incoming players of next class can come in and practice and stuff. Like that's what John Walker did last year, and um. But on top of that, I mean, that cements us as the clear number one out of the new four in the Big 12. And also, you know, it's like a um, a nice consolation prize for, you know, a, a kind of disappointing but kind of fun season, you know. Um, bowl games are always fun. You know, it's just an excuse to go to, I don't know, some kind of dumb place. Um, we've got... We also have a nice bowl streak going. Yeah, how many years? You know, since... 15, right? Since, well, 16, 2016 was, or 2015, yeah, was the last time we didn't make a bowl. Yeah, that's that's solid. Um, and, you know, we've said this from the beginning. Like, we, we obviously had much higher expectations. Um, you know, again, I said it before, the Oklahoma State game proved that this could have been a really good team. When we, It is a really good team. When we put it all together, we just have barely done that. But... You know, making a bowl game in your first season in, in a, a new, you know, power conference is, that, you know, that, that's not bad. You know, I, I would say, might even call it successful. Disappointing, but successful. Um, 
looking at some bowl game projections, um, ESPN has a couple. They had like two writers. One of them said us versus USF in the Gasparilla Bowl, and we already talked about that last week. And then the other projection, interesting here, um, versus Arkansas State in the Camellia Bowl, which is in Montgomery, Alabama. Um, Montgomery. But, dude, Arkansas State, that's a Gus, Terry, Carlos McCants yeah, revenge game. Very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> and I actually, I'm scared of that, dude, because that, like, that's a team. Remember, we're on the other side of this now. So, like, this is their opportunity to beat a Power 5 school. And it's a much bigger game for them than it is for us. It's just kind of a, you know, consolation prize, like I said, at the end of a kind of a letdown season. So that's scary. But if we get USF in the Gasparilla Bowl, I mean, honestly, like, that would be awesome. I, I know a bunch of people are against it, and I get why, but who cares, man? Like, we're we're fans because it's fun. And, like, what's more fun than getting an extension of the Warren I-4 Beating our freaking rivals in their home stadium. Can't get better than that. Plus, it's easy to get to. Like, no one's going to freaking Montgomery, Alabama, besides, you know. It would probably be like Christmas Eve, too. Besides, like, degenerates (laughs) like me. Actually, um, keep going. I'm I'm just going to figure out when when that bowl is. Um, Oh. Well, yeah, I mean. The Gasparilla Bowl, we've talked about it before. Uh, yeah, is I it that it. big of a bowl? No, but it's right in our backyard. It's a hell of a time. I mean, just going to another game, and for as much as people crap on Ray J, like, I think Ray J is a great stadium. Oh, no, dude. I'm going to be on a cruise from the 22nd to 27th, and both of these bowl games are on those dates. The Gasparilla Bowl is on the 22nd, and the... Uh, don't camellia bowl or whatever is on the 23rd so mm, uh, 23rd so that means if you go to the game yep gotta wake up christmas eve in montgomery <laughs> i mean yeah it's you know why that's santa's dream baby um all right uh picks yeah, I guess we'll go to picks. Then. All right. Try and guess what my record was this week. <laughs> now it's time for our favorite segment, Money Moves. <laughs> picks of the week. Picks of the week went one and one. One and one for like the ninth time in a row. Dude, consistency is king, man. Winner was Michigan. Nice, easy win there. Easy. Look, oh, wait. That was last week. Not easy. Yeah, I was going to say what? Sorry. <laughs> well, yet again, we were one and one. Copy and paste. <laughs> uh, yeah, picks last week. Here we go. One and one. Winner was West Virginia easily over Cincy. Mm-hmm. Loser was Kansas State, even though they won the game. Yeah, bummer. Just barely. Uh, and they barely so won. Anyway. They barely won the game too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but whatever. So uh, I moved to ten and ten uh, on this year. I will have to say though, I think ten and ten this year for us professional cappers is pretty dang good. 
you know, I was watching game day this past week, and now, you know, they they uh, switched the Chris the Bear Felica with Stanford Steve. Just take a guess at, like, what Stanford Steve's record is for the year. They flash it up on the screen. Uh, how many picks does he do a week? Like, five? I think four or five. All right, so that's, what, week Maybe tw- four. Week 12, so... Um... About 60 games. I'm going to go 21 and 39. He's 18 and 28. Hey, not bad, actually. Like, that's bad for being on TV. Like, this yeah. guy, this is what he does. I mean, I thought Felica was bad. He was <laughs> like barely around 500. Yeah. I mean, those couple of years when I was like real hot at the beginning. Yeah. I mean, but here's the thing, though Felica was kind of a nerd. It was like a just a production guy that was like doing it on the side, and then they started giving him more and more airtime. Like Stanford Steve came in, he's like SVP's like right hand man. He came in, but he's entertaining, you know. Um, but I agree, man. You like if that's my job, I'm I don't know, I'm paying a, a handicapper for picks or doing something, man. Like you, <laughs> you got to do better than that. Especially when they flash your record on the screen every week. Like, that's embarrassing. I know. If it was me, I would just show the previous week and make everyone do the math to figure it out. But, yeah, no, t- dude, 10 and 10 and is real good. Um, so you've got, you've got this week. You've got next week, which will be conference championships. And then bowls, which, you know, if depending on what happens the next two weeks, you could always just pick, like, five or six bowl games to, you know, Hail Mary give you a shot to come out like two games over 500. But um, anyway. I need uh, that. Yeah, so, all right, what do we got this week? Maybe this is the week, man, 2-0. and oh. First pick, we're going to go with a season-long favorite here. We're going to take Michigan yet again. believe it's the third time this year, minus three against Ohio State. Look, I've liked Ooh. Michigan all year long. I still think it's close, something like twenty four twenty. No hardball. A little though. bit lower a little bit lower scoring. Past couple of years I think this has been a lower scoring kind of game. Uh haven't checked the weather, but I assume it's not Th- good. Thirty seven. Sunny though. In Michigan. Okay. Perfect for some hard hitting Big Ten football. Low scoring, yeah. Michigan minus three against Ohio State. Dude, I don't. So, man, I was thinking about this. Ohio State's really pissed because, like, Michigan, obviously, they've had their number the last two years in a game that Ohio State traditionally dominated for the previous decade. Um, there's the whole, you know, sign stealing controversy, which, you know, might have helped them in the last two years. We don't know. But uh, I don't know. I, I wouldn't touch this personally, but I don't know. <laughs> I mean, Blake Corum, J.J. McCarthy, that's all you need. I, I mean, Ohio State, I, I couldn't even tell. I don't even know who the quarterback is. Like, they, they don't have a good. Marvin Harrison They don't Jr. have a good quarterback. Yeah. It, the only it's, guy just I know, him, yeah. it's just him and Egg Buka, like, <laughs> picking passes. I mean, picking passes out of nowhere. So, anyway, I, I like Egg Buka. All right. I actually like Egg Buka more than Harrison. What? Yeah, but dude, his dad didn't murder anyone. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> what? Where'd that come from? Well, um, Marvin Harrison like killed a guy. Did he? Yeah. Allegedly. I'm pretty sure he did. 
I'll I'll look it up while you do. What's what's your what's your second All right. pick? Second pick. This is an easy one. I don't even have any details, notes, nothing. We're we're just gonna take Kansas minus six and a half against Cincy. You can't pick Cincy, dude. It it just I, I I'm not gonna bet. I haven't bet them all year. Bet against them all year. This was the easy easy winner. They just got a obliterated by oh. West Virginia. Yeah, Kansas is a good team too. Even with Cincy's, their second string quarterback. Cincy's not. Cincy not a good team. Kansas minus six and a half. I think they win by I don't know, 14, 17. All right. Um okay. Um a second man has filed suit against Marvin Harrison over a 2008 shooting and then I'm seeing something else. 2010, he stabbed some guy in the back, killing him, and pled to second. Wait, maybe that wasn't. I don't know. There's well, even you, more reason to pick well, Michigan. When when you Google when you Google Marvin Harrison murder, there's like four different articles about completely different instances. <laughs> so it's like clearly there's a trend here um, <laughs> of Marvins. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Okay, so let's recap the picks real quick. We're going to take Michigan minus three against Ohio State and Kansas minus six and a half versus Cincy. Let's get, get that, that money. money. Six out of ten. Um, oh, I just saw a really funny clip. Uh, that Brandon Helwig took of me at the game. Um, I'm going to play it in the mic right now. Hold on. Could you hear that? <laughs> yeah. Is that on repeat? or you're, Yeah, no, you're... it, was, it was on repeat. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't sure if you were doing it over and over. No, I, I was on repeat in real life. Wouldn't be surprised, but yeah. Yeah, you never know. Um. Drink, voice sounds hoarse. Drinks, dude. I'm still recovering, man. Uh, dr- drinks were had. I um, I went out Thursday, and then was like, That'd "All right." That'd be a good shirt. That'd be a good shirt. I went out Thursday. Oh, drinks were had. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I went out Thursday and um, was like, "All right." Like I was out late, whatever. I was like, "All right, I'm just gonna chill Friday, recover, and then Chris and want to hang out or whatever." And Ended up being up late that night, too. So I was freaking dead, and I had to wake up at 6.30 on Saturday to drive to Stewart to catch the private jet, which was freaking awesome. Um, and I was, like, dying. So I'm like, all right, the only way I can, like, power through this is you got to get drunk. So, and, like, dude, we were doing shots on the plane. Um, There's a flight attendant. We had, like, a six-course meal. Um, Dude, that, that was just, like, the coolest thing, man. The group of guys on the plane were so cool man all all other shareholders and like younger guys super cool obviously uh taylor the guy who's playing it was awesome guy you know i met met him at oklahoma and uh it it was such a good time um and also just the fact like normally to get to lubbock um you got to connect to like dallas or something i mean you're talking seven eight hours travel minimum and there is nothing worse than losing an away game and then having you just sit there and think about it for like the nine hour travel day to get home. It's the absolute worst. And 
dude, we got back to Orlando in two hours and 15 minutes. Um, there was a huge tailwind that helped. The pilots actually said that that's the fastest they've ever flown in their whole life. I guess it was like a hundred mile mile an hour tailwind up up in the clouds or whatever. But we were scooting, dude. West Texas is far too. Like that's probably like an extra thirty minutes over Dallas, and even going to Dallas normally takes like two and a half hours. But yeah, super cool. Got back home real quick, and it was like, what? Like, was that a dream? Like, this is the last twenty four hours went by so fast. <laughs> but that's awesome. Yeah, super cool. Um, all right. Last up, we've got Moose Mailbag, where we answer everyone's questions. Thank you guys, as always, for your submissions. Um, if you have a second right now, please subscribe, rate, and review. Definitely appreciate everyone's support going through the season, um, especially you guys that stuck around with us till the end. Um, you know, season's been a little bit of a disappointment, but nothing we can do. We just talk about it. So. All right, questions. First up, we've got Cassidy. How much money should you have to donate before you're allowed to post an opinion on the state of the football program? And this, um, he's referring to, I don't know if you've been on Twitter the last 24 hours, but everyone's like losing their minds arguing about NIL and like, People are like, oh, like I'm not donating unless you like give transparency and the player contracts and the balance sheets and crap like that. And I'm just like, look, I I don't care if you donate or not. Like everyone's situation's different. Like if you're passionate about the program and support it in any way, and that's awesome. But don't sit there and trash our team and our coaches and our administration and the whole entire program like 24 seven and then also take shots at our NIL. It's like, what, what are you doing? Like there is no worse type of person in life. And everyone knows one that just constantly complains about stuff and then doesn't do anything about it. Like, like, Oh, I'm fat, whatever. It's like, okay, well, I don't know. Work out. Like that's up to you. And this is a little bit different, but if you're going to constantly trash us 24 seven, and then not donate, it's like, what do you do? Like, what's your purpose? Like, what, what are you doing here? Um, anyway, that's my rant. Um, oh, I asked you a question. <laughs> well, I got, you know, I got a little bit of something yeah. to say about this. So I, I, I think personally, like, if you don't like somebody's opinion on Twitter, especially, that like, you should just keep scrolling. But I know that's not, that's what I do, yeah. but it's not what you do. No, I, it's not what many people do. Um, but as far as the whole donating thing, like I can understand why some people would say like, Oh, you know, you sound elitist because the people that don't donate, you know, their opinions matter less. And it's like, you can support the program in a positive way without giving money. I think that's my point. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree too. And for people, you know, should, if you don't have a lot of money to donate, like, that's why they made the uh, crap. I got to the king, the kingdom, the kingdom. Yeah. yeah. That's why they made the kingdom. I don't know the name of the uh, kingdom NIL like ambassadors. Yeah. So what, what level do you donate? It's the $12. Exactly. $12, uh, $12, $12 a, month. a year. It's cheaper than Netflix. It's actually $12 a year. Oh, 
What, what, that's again, what gets you into the the kingdom. It's like, something. That's it. Like, and, and yeah, I don't live in Orlando. I can't travel to any of the the meetings or events or anything. That's like fine. You can, but dude, so. you support the program in a positive way. Right. Do something, whether it's money, whether it's something. And yes, dude, of course, it's okay to be critical. Like, that's normal as a fan. But if you're going to trash everything all the time and literally never say anything positive, then, like, what's wrong with you? Like, I don't know, man. Go touch grass or something. Like, you're just a miserable human being. And we don't need you as a fan. And it's like, at least if you donated some money, it's like, okay, like, you have all these bad opinions, but at least you're doing something to support us. But if you're not giving $12 a year and you're not saying anything positive ever, like, grow up, dude. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, man. It's like there are just some miserable people in this world. And they Seriously. don't like I, there's a lot of people at my at my work that like they're in sales and they always bitch about when they post out how much money people are making for like the bonuses and stuff. Cause it's a, it's a contest, you know? Mm-hmm. And there's people that bitch and bitch and bitch always that are at the bottom. Like, okay, well, what are you doing about it? And usually yeah, the exactly. answer is nothing. Exactly. It's like <laughs> pe- people complain about like, Oh, minimum wage and crap like that. It's like, all right, no one's forcing you to work that job. That's a great thing about America is like, you can do anything and you might not get to like whatever level, like private jet or whatever, but no one's stopping you from picking one thing, whatever it is you want to do and being the best at it or trying to be the best at it. And no matter what you do, even if you work at McDonald's and you work hard, you know, and you show up and you, you really, you know, put your mind to it, you'll end up being like a general manager one day making a decent salary. Any field you pick, you go if you're above average, you will be successful. And it's like, and then people just complain. It's like, dude, man, like the ball's in your court. So, are we boomers now? Yeah, I think we're boomers. <laughs> not, not, not the kicker. Not the kicker, though. Not the kicker. Stay in school, kids. Um, okay. So you don't have to work at McDonald's. All yeah. right, that went way out in left field. Um, (laughs) the next questions from Emily Bannister, is it a reasonable expectation that the program makes a bowl their first season in the big 12 and who is your ideal bowl team matchup? Great question, Emily. Thank you. Um, yeah, I think, you know, all along, obviously we said like, you know, I thought we could win nine, 10 games and I still think we could have, but the end of the day, making a bowl game in your first season in, in a power conference coming from a G5, that's a successful season in my opinion, even if it feels like we left something on the table. Um, so, yeah, it, it, it does, you know, it, it is a reasonable expectation. And ideal bowl team matchup, I mean, I, I would love to play USF. I get why people don't want to. Um, it'd be fun to play another power five school from some random conference, like a team that we've never played before. Those are always awesome. Um, just hopefully it's not between December 22nd and 27th, but that's kind of when all the crappy bowls are, so not much we can do about that. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, first part of the question, I uh, I kind of thought 6-6 six and six was the, you know, b- um, the bare minimum for us this year. I think that basically I think that if, if we lose this game, it's going to be a failure. The whole season, Dude, like it's gonna it. be, it, it's it's gonna be miserable. 
horrible. And we have to think about it. Worse than the BYU loss in the bowl, because that was pretty bad, but yeah, at least but, we got to go. And again, it was that game was meaningless. That game was meaningless, but yeah, we, we got to make a bowl game, man, or it's it's going to get real bad on Twitter for like the next seven months. But anyway, all right. Next one's from Sauerkraut SCT or Citrus Limes. What are your expectations of the upcoming transfer portal and how it might be different this year specifically? P.S. You guys are awesome. Thanks, bro. You're awesome, too. Yes, thank you. Um, I, I think the transfer portal, I don't know how this year is going to be much different than in years past other than I, I think we're shopping around for a quarterback. Yeah, uh, that's the main really, goal. Yeah, we haven't really the last couple years, but... I think there's some interesting guys that might announce that they're going to transfer. Um, yeah, and you, you know, know, you know, there's um, there's there's a couple situations. You got Baker and Hudson, who I think can be grad transfers and get a free year. But I think those guys both try and go to the league. Then you've got R.J. Harvey, who can go to the league or could transfer. But as we all know, especially you know with the whole running back contra- uh, contract thing in the NFL this year. You've only got a limited amount of time in the league. So, you know, it might be advantageous to, I mean, if he stays at UCF, I don't think he can improve his draft stock anymore. He's having a great year. So if he has another great year, it's still kind of the same. I don't know, maybe he gets a little more attention, but um, he could also stay. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure he's, I, actually, no, he's, you know, one of the higher paid players. Take the money because if you're, career is going to be short in the NFL anyway, you know, stay here, um, become a real legend here at UCF and, uh, and then, and then have your shot in the league. But you know, there's always injury risk and everything. And it's a, it's another year older. So. All right. This next question is from Brian Wild Bill Peterson. If we make a bowl, are you for playing USF or would you rather play another team? Damn. I, I, <laughs> I feel like we've answered every question already kind of on the show, but that's good. You know, we're all kind of on the same page. Um, definitely pro playing USF, but I'd almost be more pro. Now, I, I want USF more than anything, but like I said before, any other P5 team, you know, especially someone we haven't played would be awesome. And, um, you know, ho- hopefully a cool bowl game too. Like Montgomery, Alabama. Is there even a college there? Like what? Why do they have a bowl game? I don't know. I think that's where they have but, the senior uh, bowl. USF also needs to win this weekend. Oh, yeah. Uh, against Charlotte. They are six-point favorites, so not huge. Uh, they might possibly not make it to where, you know, if we did playing the Gasparilla Bowl against probably another uh, – You know, if Florida, if Florida somehow pulls it off – They ain't doing State, that. No, they ain't doing that again. They ain't doing that again. I mean, it's possible. Yeah, no, it, it is. I don't think they would ever agree to that. They'd probably not do a bowl game over that. And it's think definitely of the money. Okay, how many tickets would sell if we played? They don't the need. Next they don't need money, best... dude. We need money. They don't need money. They need another coach. They they care they to pay. They they care more about their um like reputation. So I I don't think they're ever doing that again. I think there's like maybe an outside shot we could play Miami too in like the Pop Tart Bowl, which is in Orlando. Uh, that that would be that would be fun too. 
That would also be fun. Next question from MJ Mahan. Hope you all enjoyed the trip out to Lubbock. It was a great game that could have easily gone y'all's way. Go get bowl eligible Saturday. P.S. We could all use the support Friday. Oh, oh, that's a Texas Tech fan. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. cool. Not a yeah. not, not a question, but uh, appreciate it, man, dude. We're definitely rooting for you. Um, I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about their fans. There's another question that'll that'll go into that. Um, all right, next one. From Armored Up Night, what would R.J. Harvey have to do to win the Dope Campbell Award, which is the award for uh, the the best running back in the country? Uh, well, I mean, do they do it before or after the bowl games? Before, I think before. Yeah. yeah, I don't I don't see him winning, but definitely like a top five finish. I saw he made semifinals, which is great. Yeah, uh, like top ten in the nation, and I would say he's yeah. definitely top five. I don't, I don't think they rank him like that, but, um, you know, maybe maybe even top. Th- I don't think there's anything he can do with one game left. I don't know. No, I don't either. But and it's um, it's tough, man. Ali Gordon's had such a good season, which it'd be so cool if he won it. And then that's like another positive thing, like positive spin from our season is that we held him to like twenty two yards on twelve carries. The next question or last question is from Rejoice Knights. Where was the funnest road game this season and why? Uh all right. So I mean Texas Tech obviously, I I talked about it earlier, was super fun, but if you take out the whole like private jet thing, um Oklahoma probably, because we had we probably had like two or three thousand fans, man. It was awesome. But that at Texas Tech, their fans were so nice, man. That was a cool place. Really weird city. Like we're we're getting ready to land, and I'm looking out the window, and I'm like, it's literally just in the middle of the desert. There's nothing around. I'm like, how do people live here? But cool little college town. People were super nice. The bar scene was cool. Um, that was fun. Oklahoma was fun. Kansas State was awesome. Boise was awesome, dude. Being in the Big Twelve, as you know, we I always wanted it just because the power five status and, and everything, but kind of a nice little wrinkle in that is just the fact that we get to go to all these really, really cool and unique places. Um, but I think Oklahoma was the most fun and it really just had to do with, um, you know, the turnout and the game was electric. What about you? <laughs> didn't get to go to one this is crazy because this is the first year i mean i'm almost hoping we make it to the gasparilla bowl because this is the first year in a long 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 time that i didn't make a single game i think it might be the first time since 2015 that i didn't make a game well hey at least you donate (laughs) yeah (laughs) and i'm a season ticket holder exactly didn't go to a single game uh it's okay Supporting the program. It, it's tough. I think, I honestly think next year uh, my daughter will be ready. <sighs> That's exciting. I mean, it's a lot. I mean, if we went, if we won in Orlando, if we lived in Orlando, like, you know, yeah, no. my wife could like leave at halftime or something. But like, it, if exactly. we're taking the trip up there, like, it's, it's a lot, man. It's a lot. I dude, think next year she'll be ready. How are you looking at Airbnbs for that Gator game? Oh, yeah, dude. We got to book that. Yergi's in too. Um, although. Okay. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are like, oh, we'll just go up for the day, and I get that. But, you know, you have your parents. I have a ton of Gator fans, and I think it'd be really fun to do, like, a Friday through Sunday. So, 
Um, we'll, we'll, yeah, we I could definitely see need from to book. Orlando. We need for to, us, dude. It's almost like five hours. Yeah, we need to. Uh, yeah, let's get a sick Airbnb for sure. Um, that's gonna be awesome. Whew, already getting pumped for next year. Um, Crazy thing is, you have to start looking now. Oh, my parents said the Airbnb they stayed at this past year is already booked for the Miami game for oh, next year. Yeah. yeah. I mean, big big games will do that. But luckily, because we're so close to Gainesville, a lot of people won't be doing the Airbnb. So I, I looked like a week ago, and there was a decent selection. So definitely need to get uh, get on that. All right, guys. Let's wrap this up real quick. Awesome show. Thanks for tuning in. Um Dude, I can't believe my dogs haven't uh, been scratching at the door. This is the first, first show all season with no dog interruption, so knock on wood. Um, yeah, big game this week. We've got to bring it versus Houston. The uh, probably least surprising thing ever is that it's a noon game, but if you're in town, you got to go. You got to support these guys. This is the most important game of the year. So, Well, now. <laughs> Out of the remaining games this week, well, right that, now, that makes no is. sense. <laughs> this is the only, you know what I mean. Um, so if you can go, go. I, unfortunately, I can't make it. You know, it's just just tough with the holidays and everything. And uh, I, I just got a, a, a big new listing for one point four million. I, I got to be there for uh, for that. We got we got some schedules show uh, showing schedule this week, and you know you can't exactly throw a lockbox on a one point four million dollar house and just be like, oh, go in. <laughs> Um, got, got to, got to earn, you flex some more, dude. Got, got to earn that 3%, you know, <laughs> I'm just kidding now for, for real. Um, yeah, Houston, big game, uh, the space race game or, or something like that. Um, I don't know. You got anything else? Uh, no, that's pretty much it. How am I sounding by the way? You sound great. Okay. Are you sick? No, I was just. You know, since my mic stand is so small, I have to like use oh. a certain combination of Harry Potter books to like. <laughs> yeah, last prop my stuff last up. week was weird, man. You were like in and out, and I, I kept having to turn the knob. But this this week you've been you've been consistent. So well, I think it's because for whatever reason I chose to use like number six instead of number seven. I think number seven's like just like a half inch thicker. It's like just a little bit closer <laughs> to my head. <laughs> I know this is really weird, but no, <laughs> it's dude, I do funny. <laughs> I do that when I'm on Zoom calls too, because my laptop kind of comes from like a low angle, and you know how that is. Like from a low angle, you look fat even if you're not, because like the neck thing. Um, oh yeah. So I totally get it. I I have uh, I have my combinations of all these books that I order and never read, but they look cool um, about business and stuff. That uh, the right the right one, man. It's just you know. So it's perfect. So, um, wow, that was that's all that's happening in right. my life right man, now. <laughs> man, dad, dad life's awesome. Oh, what I meant to say before, dude, the thought of like you getting Emily to a game and then like her starting to enjoy UCF, like for me, that like makes me really happy, man. I can't imagine how that would make you feel as a parent. Oh yeah, it's a ton of fun. Like that dude, she's like, she was saying yeah, go I nights a couple and weeks stuff. ago. Like yeah, yeah, she's saying go nights. Like she lo- <laughs> Usually when there's a big touchdown, I'll yell boom baby, and like <laughs> she like she's a parrot, dude. She just like copies everything that you say. That's, <laughs> she's that's like so... boom baby. <laughs> <laughs> that's so awesome, man. That that's that funny. That video you sent me where she just went, 
what was Lily like? Oh, it's Christmas, and she's like, moo. <laughs> no, we asked her what. We asked her what she. So we like put up the Christmas tree and like a couple little like, uh, sant like little Santa things, and we're she's like asking us like, what's that? What's that? I'm like, it's Santa Claus. I'm like, do you know what sounds Santa Claus? Do you know what Santa Claus says? And she's like, moo. <laughs> Here, hold on. <laughs> dude and the fact that she looks like you she did say ho 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 we got her to say ho 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 after that so it's kind of funny but yeah it'd be funny if she you know she said she's you said she's a parrot if uh i don't know you have her with people and you're like oh like what do you think of grandma and she's like ho 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 Dude, my parents were like trying to teach her the gator chomp this week. Well, weekend. get out of here! At that, I know. And then get she saw like here. a stuffed alligator, and she started saying "chomp, chomp." What, dude? No. I'm like, yeah, that's no. what. I- <laughs> dude, take no no more visitation for for Tanya and Dan, dude. You, we can't have. Well, that. the good thing is, is like she hasn't put that together with the football team. She All just right, thinks good. that like an alligator goes chomp, which it does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, man. Kids I mean, are so she's cool. got a, she's got a root for grand she's got a root for grandma's team. I mean, grandma gives the best presents. So that's all right. That's fair. But she just can't make it a habit of saying that right. stuff unsolicited because that might look bad. Imagine imagine if you're in a UCF game and they score a touchdown. She starts doing the Gator chop. She's been brainwashed. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Oh, good stuff, man. All right, thank you guys for listening. Big game against Houston. We got to bring it, and uh, we'll talk to you next week, and it's either going to be slightly exciting or very disappointing. Go Knights. Charge on. Domination. Domination.